Welcome to Relationship University. My name is Natalie Bloom, therapist and counselor specializing in young professionals. Each episode, you'll hear uncommon conversations with real people and take away psychological insights and tools to strengthen your relationship to dating, friendships, partners, and work. But most importantly, improving the relationship you have to yourself. Thanks so much for joining me and let's get it started. I really hope you love listening and learning from the podcast. And the podcast is not meant to be actual therapy or a substitute for a relationship with a mental health provider. Welcome back to Relationship University. So um, I was talking to a friend of mine who is single and she was telling me a little bit about being frustrated with dating and particularly she shared this one example where um, she was swiping through online and she saw that there was this guy who said on his profile, swipe left if you are a picky eater. And my friend found it to be pretty uh, judgmental and offensive and she felt frustrated and that's understandable. I think that um, when you're online dating and dating in general, you're really looking for a connection and you're looking to feel like there's a click and there's so much that has to go into finding someone that you're on the same wavelength with. And sometimes going through all these different profiles through dating apps can be really exhausting. And there are things on those profiles that can really turn someone off and be like, oh man, why are people expressing themselves this way? You know, this person is so not what I'm looking for. And seeing, you know, dozens or even hundreds of those types of of people that you don't see any connection with or what they have to say about themselves is frustrating or the way that they communicate is frustrating can feel really, really, really discouraging. So there's this one perspective I just was thinking of as I was talking to my friend, and that's the perspective of how most people that you're going to encounter online are actually people that you are not meant to meet and you're not really meant to be even interacting with these people. And um, most people that you encounter um, will just not be your preference. And now that we have online dating, we have so much more access to different people and different social circles from different places, geographically and in every way. Um, so the truth is we're, we have way more people that we're going to see that might feel like they're just not a good fit. And then it can kind of give the impression by going through so many people that there is not the potential to find a good fit out there just because there are so many people that we naturally wouldn't have met, you know, without technology. So, so we can use a psychology trick called depersonalization um, to help make the experience of online dating a little bit more easy to digest. So in psychology, depersonalization is a tool that we can use to help make things less personal and feel less hurt by other people. And the way that we can understand that is 
that most people are in their own heads. They're not really thinking about other people. Everyone, we're all in our own bodies experiencing life um, the way that we do through our own eyes. So lots of times when someone hurts our feelings, we might think, wow, like that's about me. And when we're online dating, it's especially not personal because everyone's just trying to do their best to find love or find find a hookup or find um, themselves. There's so many reasons why people are online and it's very rarely a personal thing. So the example that my friend found um, on some, some person's profile of um, swipe left if you're a picky eater, I think that I can imagine that might've felt personal. Maybe, I don't actually know if my friend's a picky eater, but um, she, let's say that she is. She might be a picky eater and it might have felt like, oh man, like that's really mean. That feels really personal um, when we really just don't know where someone's coming from. So this, I can imagine that the person who wrote Swipe Left for Picky Eaters probably was hurt by a picky eater at one point. Um, but I can imagine that this person's also trying to do his best. Um, he wants to avoid pain. So he's going throughout his life, you know, trying to avoid the picky eater because he learned from past experiences that um, picky eaters uh, are not the way to go for a relationship. Whether or not that's true, that's for him to discover. So I think that that's kind of brings up another topic where when we're online dating and we're and we're swiping, what we're rubbing up against is people's past hurt and pain and trauma and past experiences in life. So um, someone had trauma around a picky eater. So we're feeling that kind of that negative energy from that comment of swipe left if you're a picky eater, right? Um, there's so much pain and there's so much confusion out there. How do I connect with someone? How do I avoid meeting the wrong person? And so people are coming off across and coming across in so many different ways, it can be really confusing. So I think one way that we can try to cope with this is to lower the expectations because online dating is really just a mirror of real life. So if we go to the supermarket, we wouldn't assume that we would go to the supermarket necessarily and then come home with a bunch of dates, right? So we're going to the store, we're shopping, there's a bunch of people. Probably we're not going to be attracted to everyone in the store. Maybe there'll be one or two people that are attractive to us at the store. Um, and maybe we'll, if, you know, if someone feels the, that they have the guts to go up to that person and meet that person, uh, maybe there'll be an encounter. But even that, even in that situation, there, there's not a guarantee that there'll be an exchange of numbers, that it will be mutual, there'll be a mutual interest. But basically, when we walk around outside in a store, in any circle that we go to, um, it's just a bunch of random people. And it doesn't, just because we're in the same space with, with other people doesn't mean that there'll be any kind of connection, friendship, dating, or otherwise. And the same thing is true for online. Um, it's, it's basically whatever, let's say that you're looking within a 20, 30, or 50 mile radius from you. It's a bunch of strangers that really have nothing to do with you. Um, and it's sorting through so many people to see who who's who could be in my tribe who could share the same wavelength that i have but the the sheer number of people that we have to go through to find someone that we're attracted to and then 
does this person have shared interests? Does this person um, have similar values? Could it be a click? It's it's very few people compared to the amount of people that we're going to actually be sorting through. So it can have, we can kind of get this discouraging impression like, wow, there's no one out there. And really what's happening is, is not that there's no one out there, but that there are, there's so much weeding. And what I see a lot with friends and also, um, with people I work with, um, my therapy in my therapy practice, um, is that the process of weeding is so emotionally exhausting and so discouraging that people stop really quickly and they they get exhausted and they take a break or they or they stop dating altogether and um, that's completely understandable and I can definitely relate to that fatigue um, as well. I've experienced that fatigue of this feels really discouraging. How many dates do I have to go on before I click with someone? How many people do I have to swipe through before there is a match that feels interesting to me or like there could be a potential for something more? Um, but I think that a strategy that that could really help is to try to um, put up some sort of emotional wall while dating. So when you see people that have, let's say, um, opposing political views or people are saying things that might be triggering or distasteful to you to swipe left and to try to imagine I'm swiping left just like I would pass someone on the street, that it's completely not personal. There's diversity in the world for a reason. There's different types of folks that are out there. And a lot of those people are just not meant to be uh, in my life or in your life, right? Um, and, you know, even if you're someone who's an extreme extrovert and you're out there all the time and you love meeting people, um, you, you still don't have time to be friends with everyone out there that's compatible to be friends with you. And and I think or you're not going to be able to date everyone that you want, even if you're a, a someone who loves dating. And, and that's that's a big focus in your life. Right. So most people don't have 10 partners at one time. And the reason for that is because finding a connection um, is is a little bit rare for most people. Finding a common ground, finding attraction, it depends on who you are. Some people find more variety and, and more diversity in who they feel drawn to. And other people have very, like a very few select people that, a select set of people that they can click with. And there's a variety in that. But when we click with someone, it really is special. And the reason why it's special is because it's rare and we have to really um, go through some hoops to find that in most cases. Um, so I think, so one of the things that is also really helpful in dating and, and making the dating process when it feels discouraging a little bit more tolerable is to, to remember that everyone has pain. Everyone dating is going through in a way we're going through similar hardships. We want similar things. We want a connection, though it's hard to find that connection. So everyone's in that same predicament. And to remember that people are coming into it with, with their own pain and experiences and being let down. So someone that, someone that you're interacting with might have just been ghosted or broken up with or, um, is searching for a click but hasn't found the right thing, um, has has different things going on. And, and so to kind of understand if someone's not showing up for me 
through dating messages or creating the date or interacting with me in the initial stages in the way that I would want, they're probably struggling in some way. And to remember and to, to have a little bit of empathy and to give people a little bit of leeway. Um, and that leeway doesn't mean that you have to compromise your boundaries. But it what it can mean is that you say, maybe you just don't interact with that person, you move on, or maybe you give some someone a little bit of patience or ask them for what you what it is that you need to feel taken care of in the dating process. But to just remember that um, we are all struggling in some way and some of our struggles show up in the way that we we are dating. Most of the time, it's not a personal dig at you or someone's treating you poorly because they're not as attracted to you or because you're not good enough. Most of the time, the way if we're not, if someone's not showing up in a way that's highly respectful, highly present, um, and and in a way that's very secure, it's probably because of their own stuff. So to to try to make it a little bit less about I'm not good enough or there's no one out there for me and more like everyone's coming in and trying their best. So I'll kind of leave with one last tip in dating. And that is um, we can really practice being a stand-up dater ourselves. We can show up to dating in a way that has a lot of respect for other people, um, that's caring about others, that's patient with others, um, that gives others grace um, in, and is respectful of our, ourselves and other people. And when we show up as our best selves to dating, what we can go home with or go to sleep with is with ourselves saying, you know, I did the best that I could. I was present. I let someone know if I wasn't into them. I didn't ghost them. I swipe left if I wasn't interested or I stopped a conversation if it wasn't if I didn't if it wasn't going anywhere whatever it means to you to show up as a stand-up dater for you to feel really good about yourself that's something to feel that you can kind of take and add to your self-esteem and your confidence that no matter how other people are behaving I am behaving in the way that feels right to me that makes me feel like a good person as I date and eventually you being a stand-up dater, despite of how others are treating you, will definitely, it'll come back around. It's going to reward you at the time when you happen to swipe right on a like-minded person. So I hope this gives you some things to think about in dating, trying to make the process a little bit less personal in those initial stages of swiping and taking really good care of yourself while you date because it's not always easy and it's also, it is okay to take a step back and take dating breaks if you're feeling exhausted and just know that you're doing the right thing and you should feel really good about yourself for getting out there and trying to find connections. And I hope that you have a great day. Take care. I hope you had a great time listening. Again, just a friendly reminder that the podcast is for informational purposes only. Relationship University is not intended to be a substitute for psychological, psychiatric, or medical advice, or diagnosis and treatment, or actual psychotherapy with a therapist or psychologist. If you're desiring or needing mental health support, please seek the advice of your medical provider or other qualified mental health professionals. 
If you think this may be a mental health emergency, please call your doctor or 911 immediately or go to your local emergency room. Life can be challenging sometimes and everyone goes through tough things. And I hope you're seeking professional support from your own personal therapist if that's something that you think would be beneficial to your life. I appreciate your time to listen to this and take care.